Good morning, everyone. This is John standing in for Jamie Renda for Pathway Forward Utah. Um, today, I want to talk about something that's been bothering the heck out of me the past few days. And that is employers mandating their employees to get um, the COVID shot. And for some reason, the government seems to think that COVID is something special that we need to nullify our HIPAA rights. Um, You know, a few weeks ago, the, the government came out and said, employers have a right to not hire you or dismiss you if you do not have the COVID vaccination. Well, my, my question is simply this. When does the government in itself create law? Not only that, but when does the government have the power to circumvent law when they think it's necessary? I mean, I thought that's what the Supreme Court was all about. And so, case in point, you know, for example, if you wanted to go to work with Amazon, Amazon say, hey, have you had your COVID vaccination? You say, no. Well, they say we can't hire you. Or, you know, my question is, why can't you just simply say, um, I'm not going to tell you that because of my HIPAA rights? Well, that's a problem for Amazon, not a problem for us. Because we have certain rights that protect us from people like or companies like Amazon. No matter how big you are, Amazon, Facebook, tech giants, any corporate giant, you do not circumvent or you do not supersede our rights as far as HIPAA laws. Now, here's an example for you. And some of you may not like this example, but if I go out one night and I have sex with somebody, do I need to tell them that I have not had an HIV shot? It's none of their damn business. And they don't ask you. They don't ask you. So why in the hell are they going to ask me anything about a COVID shot? The problem is people, I hate to say this, but people are sheep. You know your rights, you know what to say. You know your rights, you know what they can and can't do. Some people don't know when they're screwed or getting screwed. You know, some people say to me, Well, you know, I don't do politics. You know, I don't get involved in politics. Well, I say this. You live politics every single day, whether you know it or not. When you're paying $3.50 for a gallon of gas, you're living in politics. The reason why the gas is so high right now is because of politics. The price didn't go up because it's a special blend of gasoline all of a sudden. It went up because somebody's not doing their job for the American people. But people don't think in that mindset. It's, oh, the government's doing it, so it must be okay. Well, that's how you have a tyrannical government, because people fall asleep at the steering wheel, and then they finally wake up when they hit the tree. And then at that time, it's too late. So as far as the COVID shot, well, vaccination, we have a right to say, no, I'm not telling you. Um, my medical status. And the government or your, the employer may say, well, you know, we can't hire you. Well, then you say, well, that's a lawsuit. And enough of these lawsuits will give these big employers um, 
a brain check. Because simple this is last time I checked, there are laws to protect us from big big tech and big corporations from asking us about our medical um, medical um, how do I want to put this um, medical history. And the last time I checked, there was no law saying, hey, because you have COVID, hey, because of COVID, we now have the right to tell you to circumvent your HIPAA rights and tell us what we need to know. Well, that law doesn't exist. The old law is still on the book. If you ask me and I tell you no, you cannot discriminate against me, and then it becomes a civil matter that you probably most likely will lose. Because one thing for sure, the government in itself does not create law. Legislature create, creates laws and pass laws, legislatures, not big corporation. So if Joe Biden tells you, hey, companies have a right to tell you, you got to have a COVID shot. Well, that's an absolute lie. They don't have a right to tell you that. And right now there is no law stating you have to have a COVID shot to work for an employer. It's kind of like, for example, if in fact you have a cold, and you coughing all over the place. And let's say your cold is uh, the flu. Now, your employer may say, hey, I'm going to send you home. But when you come back, I want you to come back with the COVID shot. Well, your employer can't make you do something medically to yourself that you don't want to do. He can send you home. That I know. Um, he can say, hey, come back when you start feeling better. That they can do. But what he can't tell you to do we want you to go and take a medical shot or go and get the vaccine in order to come back to work. So I tell people, stop being afraid of the government because the many the government realize you're a potential sheep, they will keep pressing and keep pressing and keep pressing and keep pressing until they have their followers, people that are fearful of the government, people that, that know they know if they issue something that's unconstitutional, there are people out there that would actually follow with them. Case in point is the mask. The reason the mask was so heavily pushed was because it told them how many people are following our agenda. It tells them how many people and they believe what we say, no matter what their constitutional right is. So you know, the mask have always been a big joke. And now that the Fauci emails have come out, it's now proven. In his own emails, he states, the mask will not prevent spreading the virus. But he still swore up and down from the country and from the cameras. I basically given theater is all he was doing. Telling the American people, wear your mask, wear your mask. It saved lives. It saves lives. No, had they told the truth in the very beginning, that would have saved lives. Not lying and lying on this to um, spread the way it had. China and India, two of the biggest countries in the world, but their numbers are less than the United States. Why is that? Why is that? And we're at 380, 340 million people. Why is that? It's because we promoted as if it was something very foreign to us, basically as if it was a UFO and we really didn't know what to do. Well, that's an absolute lie because that I can prove this point as well. 
when they first came out with COVID or when it first came down back in November, January, the first thing they had to do was develop a test to determine, well, if COVID, if you have COVID. My question is simply this. COVID one through for those previous 18 variants of coronavirus. How did they do a test? Did you ever hear about a test when SARS came out? Because it's a form of COVID. Did you ever hear of a test? No, there is no such thing as a test. Use herd immunity, let the people resolve it, and they moved on. But in 2000, they had a president that they really didn't like. They really had to get him out of office. And for those of you who don't know this, history has shown even the most populous president is vulnerable to a weak, a, a weak economy. You will then destroy his chance as a chance for getting reelected. So my thinking in 2022, we may have another variant of COVID. And this one's going to be more deadlier than COVID-19 because the Democrats are not in office just for two years. They're in there to try to stay. The reason why they're stacking everything in their favor so they can have long-term. So there's something y'all to think about because it's not over yet. We're kidding ourselves if you think it's over. So come, come 2022, 2022, we're going to see what happens, but it's not the end of the game. We'll be right back with the Path Forward to Utah in a few minutes. have hairballs. Marquette Mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. And I just 
awesome and amazing day. Hey there, friends. It's John and Chelsea Jubilee. And today we have a message for you women out there. Are you premenopausal, postmenopausal, or maybe you're in the middle of menopause right now? Ouch. Listen, we have thousands of clients that have reported reversing all of their symptoms of menopause. Or maybe you have thyroid imbalances. Same thing for those women. Listen, this is your time. Absolutely. You can reverse all of those symptoms and you can be your real joyful, exuberant, and lean self again. Ladies, I don't care if six doctors told you you can't lose that fat after menopause or in menopause. You can. We have done it hundreds and hundreds of times, even in a medical setting documented. So make your action call today. Log on to EnergizeHealth.com, EnergizeHealth.com, or call 888-444-8895. That's 888-444-8895. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Welcome back, everybody. This is John sitting in for Jamie Renda, and this is Pathway Forward Utah. Now, earlier we were talking about um, employers mandating COVID vaccinations, and uh, I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, not only because, you know, it's the government, once again, um, pushing it us to do something that we really don't want to do, shouldn't have to do, and legally don't have to do it. Um, I was stating earlier that um, it's not over. Um, Come 2021, you will start seeing probably at the end, this is just my prediction, but at the end of this year, you'll hear something about COVID numbers ramping up, possibly a new strand of COVID. Now, you got to remember something. Fauci came out and said this shot or these five companies now that they they're pretty much sure as that sure to the fact that um, these vaccines should cover most variants. But as always, one's going to sneak through and that's the one that's going to destroy the economy again. And keep people at home again so they can once again use mail-in voting. Why do you think they're trying to set everything up so the government control the voting laws right now, the federal government? They're trying to take the power from the states. See, there's one problem with that. You take the power from the states, then the states no longer control how people vote. For example, if you're 28 red states and then you have, you know, excuse me, 22 Blue states, 
Well, the federal government controls everything. So they can put in Dominion machines. They can do mail-in ballots. Dead people can vote. Um, illegals can vote. So, you know, this is what they're going to have to do because there's no way they can beat us legitimately. There's no way. You know, when Donald Trump was in office, they saw how the American people follow that man. Black, white, yellow, brown, even moderates. Because some of us, it's not about what you say. It's about what you show us at the end of the day. If you're doing what we need you to do as a country, you're going to get our vote again. You know, for many, many, many years, white presidents, black presidents, they've always told you or told us, hey, we're going to do this. Hey, we're going to do that. Hey, it's amazing how you hear that same story every four years. And you know why? Because they didn't do a damn thing. That's why you hear it every four years. And people don't connect the dots and say, hey, okay, when is somebody going to start doing what they say? Well, in 2016, we had a guy that did that. And that shook up the political parties, Democrat and Republicans. Because here comes a man that actually told us what he was going to do. And imagine that he'd done it. But he's hated. And the reason why he's hated because, one, you know, he was called a racist. I dare anyone to find a video of him doing anything racist. racist. Now, back in 1998, he wasn't a racist. When he was a Democrat in 98, he, in 88, he wasn't a racist. As a matter of fact, you can look this up on YouTuber. In 1998, Donald Trump was on Oprah Winfrey's show. He was very popular. We all known he was a playboy. We all know he was wealthy. We all knew he had the big black yacht. We all knew he had the helicopter, was a former Marine helicopter. We already knew this about him. For you younger people who don't know, he was nothing new to us. But when he was a Democrat, but he was a moderate Democrat, he's not what you see today. But Oprah asked him a question. The question was, would you ever run for president? He says, not likely. And she said, but if you did, would you, do you think you would win? He says, most likely. And he says, but if the country, she says, there's under no condition, would you ever run for the presidency? He, he says, well, if our country keeps going the way it's going right now and giving ourselves away to China and all these other countries, he just might. And Lord behold, 2012, he came down the escalator and said, hey, I'm running for president. And at that point, he became a racist. And one of the comments he made when he announced he was running for president was that he had said that as far as the Hispanics coming across the border, this isn't a direct quote, but it was something like, and you can look this up on YouTube as well if, if they haven't taken it down, he had said that there's a lot of bad people come across the border. There's rapists, there's murderers, there's child molesters, and there's some good people as well. Well, the Democrats took that and said he's racist. Now, 
had I said the same thing, it would have been a true statement. Because they would have recognized, I also said, and some really good people. But Donald Trump, they didn't say that. They focused on the first three adjectives he gave of the type of people coming across the border. And they aired it. And, pe- and people that get their news on them from CNN, Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, and, and even Fox News. That's all they heard. That's all they heard. And to them, that's been etched in their brains for four years. Mind you, they've enjoyed the great unemployment numbers. They've enjoyed um, historically black colleges getting more money than ever. They enjoyed enjoyed, um, the poverty level had dropped. Over 4 million people got off of government assistance. Everybody enjoyed that. Until they say Donald Trump's the one that's done it. I, here's a little story for you. I'm sitting in the coffee shop a few months back. And I sit at a table with a group of conservatives. One morning, there's a gentleman come in. He's a liberal, an absolute liberal. But we know him and we know of, of his thinking. He decided to sit with us one morning. And mind you, this is the first time I've actually met him. And uh, we had a discussion about the Jim Crow laws. And he had stated, well, you Republicans are the one that passed Jim Crow law. I said, dude, you're absolutely wrong. So as I'm talking to him, his wife or his girlfriend is on the phone checking what I had told him. And come to find out, Lord, Lord, behold, I knew what I was talking about. He said, well, but Donald Trump is a racist, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, why are you on the phone or why your wife is on the phone? Find out a quote that he said that was race, uh, racist. Well, she never found that. So basically he tapped out after anything, everything I've told him was true. And he can look it up on his Google. Um, his wife says to us and, and she states, well, Donald Trump has cost us a lot of jobs. And I said, how was that? She said, because my company used to do a lot of work with China. <laughs> I looked at her. <laughs> I looked at her and said, wow, you actually going to say that at a table full of conservatives and you're going to bring up China as if, as if it's your savior. And I asked her, I asked her, do you realize China is actually one of our enemies? Do you understand that? China should be thankful we do business with them not the other way around. She says, well, I don't think Donald Trump has helped the country. And I know my company lost a lot of money. And I said, I don't care. I don't care because you've been misguided by what's going on in the really, really going on in the world. And so, and she walked away. Well, on that note, we'll close this segment out. We'll be back in a few minutes. This is John sitting in for Jamie Renda. Pathway Forward, Utah.
Welcome back, everybody. This is John for Pathway Forward. Hey, I want to change um, topics just a little bit. It's all related to the same thing, but, you know, I had a conversation with someone a few days ago, and that person said to me, and we were having a conversation, and as a, well, let me, let me give you a little precursor. In January, gasoline was two twenty-five a gallon, give or take, first of the year. And uh, this person said to me, why is gas so expensive? Now, I will say this person is a Democrat, not a liberal, but a Democrat. And I said to him, when you reverse everything that's been working, you're going to get the opposite as a result. For example, we frack, did fracking in the United States. Well, when you stop fracking, what's going to happen? Because now you become dependent on foreign oil. And when you're dependent on foreign, foreign oil, well, there's more cost to it. It has to be transported from the Middle East or from Russia to the United States. So that's going to cost a lot more money. Whereas when you're fracking in your own continents and you shift it via pipelines, you save a lot of money. And then that savings can be passed on to the pumps. Now, you hear people always talk about, well, we need to get rid of fossil fuels. We need to get rid of everything made out of oil, basically, petroleum. Well, that's a slight problem with that. In America, even the tree huggers haven't quite opened their damn ears and allowed themselves to be educated. I guarantee you right now, you're sitting in the room or a vehicle surrounded by tons of plastic. The water bottles you drink petroleum, the eyeglasses on your face, petroleum. Probably 60% of everything you see around you has some kind of petroleum base in it. Now, batteries for the people that love solar power. Now, I love solar solar power as well, but I use common sense with it. We cannot just survive on solar, period, period. Not as a country, you can't, it, it, it's just not possible. Because you know, like the Tesla, everybody loves the Tesla cars. Everybody loves electric cars. Teslas are absolutely beautiful. There's a problem with that, though. And Elon Musk has stated as well, this country cannot survive without fossil fuel, point blank. And to his point was, a lot of the Tesla is made out of petroleum-based products. The batteries, melting the lead. I mean, melting the lead, the the metal that the car is made out of. The leathers in the seat actually take heat because they steam it. So there's a lot of things that people seem to omit um, when it comes to living in a society that's petroleum-free. It's just never going to happen. 
I had a conversation this morning at my group when we were talking about solar. And I, I made a point, and the point was simply this. When Texas had, the, had that 100-year freeze and everything in Texas froze, had frozen up, they rely on 20% solar. And when the solar generators all froze up, what was the backup? Petroleum. It was the bottom line, it was petroleum. So let's say, for example, Texas was 100%, 100% solar, and the entire state was encumbered with that storm. That whole state would have been screwed had, had they not had solar. They would have been screwed. Millions, or I should say million, but hundreds, if not thousands of people would have died. Simple as that. For example, if it was solar, and there's not much sun, well, what happens? It drains the battery. And if there's not enough sun to replenish those solar panels to put energy back in the battery, well, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Because most solar panels can't dump enough power into a battery for as input-wise as people are using output. Case in point, my camper. I've got 750 watts of power on top of my camper. My air conditioner is 900 watts. In about three hours, that battery will be completely dead if there is no sun. So in the wintertime, a cloudy day, a rainy day, and there's no sun, I'm done for the rest of the day. But luckily for me, I have a generator that is, that is ran by gasoline, which allows me to put heat energy back into my batteries into my camper and run my air conditioner. So a lot of people right now, big on the green stuff, big on the green stuff. It sounds good and it makes you feel real good and all that stuff, but it really, it's not practical, especially in the United States. You know, if you were running a farm and you got a large bank of batteries, great idea. Great idea. If you're running an RV, Great idea, providing, you know, you're not trying to run your, your air conditioner. It's a great idea. But for an entire country, not practical. It's just not practical. And uh, no matter what they say, that means we have to drink out of paper cups. That means we have to drive paper cars. Um, everything that we would do has to be made out of something that does not require petroleum. You know, And that's just not going to happen. And if it does, it it's not going to be in my lifetime. I can promise you that. You know, General Motors said in 2035, a certain percentage of their cars are going to be electric cars. Really? How are you going to do that? Because you got to build an infrastructure first. If you don't have the infrastructure to support electricity, it's not going to happen. I mean, you plug your car in right now, we have Teslas. You have to have a Tesla station every, about every 250 miles. And then who wants to sit 45 minutes and charge their batteries? on a road trip. Now imagine you're in a place and everybody has an electric car and you pull in, for example, Cedar city and there's 300 cars trying to be charged and you got to sit there not only in the line, but yet now you got to get up to the line and charge for 45 minutes. Do you realize how many charging stations you would need to be where it becomes convenient for us all? It's, it's just not going to happen. And like at a gas station, for example, you pull up, you fill up in three, four, five minutes, and then you go. 
That's not going to happen at a charge station. It's just not going to happen, at least not right now in my lifetime. So people need to start using the reality of, wait a minute, it sounds great. It sounds sexy. It sounds romantic. But it's just not practical. It just isn't, people. And now look, some of you out there are probably driving a Tesla. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know dang on well, when you pull up to a charge station, you better bring a book. Because you're going to sit there for at least 30, 45 minutes for that car to charge. And imagine if there's 200 other cars on the freeway needing to pull off. You would have to, the infrastructure would have to be huge, huge. But, but people will tell themselves these little stories as to how they can make it better. Then do it. Quit telling us how to do it. Then show us how it's going to be done. Because I can promise you, common sense is it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So fossil fuel is always going to be here, whether they like it or not. But it just sounds good to the youth and the tree huggers because this country is so, so in trouble, according to them. You know, in 12 years, the planet is supposed to be destroyed. But I've heard that before. Because some of you may not remember this, but in 2000, they said we were going to have this massive freeze. What happened? Absolutely nothing. Remember in 2000, the millennium supposed to change. All the clocks and the computers, they're supposed to shut down. The banks are going to be in trouble. I've always said, well, if our system is that weak and it can't handle the change in the millennium, then we are really screwed as a country. And guess what happened? People feared. People bought a bunch of gas and oil and water and all this other stuff and toilet paper. Guess what? Nothing really happened at all. So you got to quit biting to the government Kool-Aid because they make their, they get their power based on fear. And the more fear you display, the more power they think they have of you. All right. We come to the end of the segment. Um, we will get back with you in a few minutes. This is John for Pathway Forward, Utah. and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Vicky and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
awesome and amazing day. Hey there, friends. It's John and Chelsea Jubilee. And today we have a message for you women out there. Are you premenopausal, postmenopausal, or maybe you're in the middle of menopause right now? Ouch. Listen, we have thousands of clients that have reported reversing all of their symptoms of menopause. Or maybe you have thyroid imbalances. Same thing for those women. Listen, this is your time. Absolutely. You can reverse all of those symptoms and you can be your real joyful, exuberant, and lean self again. Ladies, I don't care if six doctors told you you can't lose that fat after menopause or in menopause. You can. We have done it hundreds and hundreds of times, even in a medical setting, documented. So make your action call today. Log on to EnergizeHealth.com, EnergizeHealth.com, or call 888-444-8895. That's 888-444-8895. The following are real life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1 800 990 6976. I initially was scared to call and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Welcome back to Pathway Forward Utah. This is our last segment, and um, I'm going to talk briefly about um, what's well, been on my notes for days, and for some reason, I keep omitting it because I go off on a tangent. And so, but I'm going to stay focused for a few minutes and I actually talk about this one. And it's black and unemployment. <laughs> You know, I don't want you guys to think this is a black channel, but there's, I kind of speak things that are on my mind that bothers me when people start talking about things and, and they start talking from the point of emotion. And to, if you think about this for a second, people just think about what I'm actually saying. Leave your emotions at the back door, check them out, and just think about it. You know, people ask me recently, actually, is there such thing as systemic racism? I say yes and no. I said no because it's not toward it's not headed towards blacks. It's actually pointing at the white race. And they say, why is it the white race? I said, there's this thing called affirmative action. Affirmative action is designed to handicap the white race and give the black race an advantage. Case in point. Black guy. White guy, same education, same job experience, identical in every other way. But you know what gives the black guy the advantage? It's the color of his skin under affirmative action. Do I think that's cool? It's absolutely not cool. Because you're saying, as a black man, you're handicapped because you're black. Your mind doesn't think like the white guy. 
your work ethics are not like the white guy. So we got to give you that extra nudge to put you in that upper echelon. Instead of working your way up into it, we want to just go ahead and expedite things because of your color and put you there. Another example, white woman, black woman. They're both women. But a black woman has what's called two for one. She's black and she's a woman. So she meets two different quotas as far as under affirmative action. People say will say, well, you know what, but that's a good thing. I said, no, it's not a good thing. That makes as if we as a call, as a race need your help. We don't need your help. Now, you need our politics and our vote, but we don't need your help. And there's a big difference in, you know, um, helping somebody or stacking the deck. So, but a little bit further, I'm going to take a little bit further than that. You always hear about the black unemployment rate, 8%. Very high. You're 13% of the population, which means 8% of the population of blacks don't have jobs, which is a very high number. But why? It shouldn't be that way. If you have affirmative actions, it should be one of the lowest job rate. But it's not. It's actually one of the highest. So my question for you is then, if you have affirmative action, why is the unemployment rate so high? I've got a good idea as to why. You've got to go and apply for the job. You've got to get out there and apply for the damn job. That's how you get the unemployment rate down. Because you implement a program that gives blacks the advantage in certain situations because their race doesn't mean they're st- they're going to go for the, go to the you know go get the jobs. What it does mean, and what it shows, is simply this: ever since 1967, when they created the Father Absent program, many black communities, the ghetto communities. And some of these blue states, and it's mostly the blue states, and you can check this out for yourself. Most of these people are used to being on government assistance. Now, I won't say they want to stay on government assistance, but they've been on it for so long, they know nothing else. So it's kind of like what's going on with COVID today. Why work when the government is going to pay me more money on unemployment? That's the same thing you have with the black community as far as, for, as far as employment. Why go work when you've been on the government assistance for so long and you make them upwards of $54,000 a year on taxpayer dollars? Why, why work? Why work? Well, the, some people say, well, you know, it's for the people who go to college, get their education. But because they're black, they can't get in. So that's what it's all about. Look, I live in an all-white state. I've had keys to some of the biggest private companies in the state of Utah. They're all white. The owners are all white. I lived in Idaho. 
I was a regional manager for one of the state's largest private lumber company, hardware stores, I should say. And these people didn't know me. I will give you an example of a situation that happened to me in Idaho. I'm living in Idaho and I go apply for a job. I go down to the corporate office, which is a, it's it's a big company at at that time, but um, I go apply for a job. And, and when I walk in, I can tell this particular store was the good old boy store. This is where the owners were. I walk in that store and apply for the job and they give me the application, treated me really, really nice. I met one of the owners. Well, long story short, I didn't get the job, but I didn't give up, even with that same company. I went to another branch a couple of days later, another store a couple of days later. Well, that manager had hired me. Over a period of time, I worked my way up the ladder. One day I get a call from one of the managers who's upstairs and says, hey, can you come upstairs? So I go upstairs, I sit at my desk. He reaches into the drawer and he pulls out an application. There was an application with my name on it. And it says, do not hire black. Did I let it bother me? Because it was the original application that I had put in at the other store. It's the good old boy store. I worked my butt off at that company. And then I got the keys to it. Because what happened was simply this. They didn't hire me at the first store because I was black. But once they learned who I was, they trusted me. They absolute trusted me. I had the keys to everything. So my point in telling you this, some of us know that in life, everything's not going to be easy. And I do not need affirmative action to make it easy for me. Because what it does, what affirmative action doesn't do for you is allow you to experience failure. Because once you experience failure, you tell yourself, okay, not again. You learn. And as we get older, we learn more about life. And as the more we learn about life, the more money we make. The more money employers appreciate you because you've learned something in life. Had I taken that first, went to that first job and they told me no, and I didn't get the job and I quit looking, it's just not me. And there's a lot of blacks that way. You just have to allow blacks to go out and do their things. You got to take away these policies that handicap blacks. And that's what it does. It handicaps them. When you tell a man he can't do anything because of the color of his skin and he bleeds you, what's going to happen? He's not going to do a damn thing. He's not going to do a damn thing. You have to allow people to be who they are without the government in the way. And those of us, who are proud to be black wish that sometimes white people would get out of our way, quit feeling as if they have to help us and let us do our own damn thing. If you want to help us stop being a damn Democrat, stop being a Republican, be in some, be someone who wants to give a hand up, not a handout. And a handout does not mean create programs so we can have advantage over the next guy. We don't do that in sports and we shouldn't do it in life because we dominate sports per capita wise in the United States. 
And uh, we don't ask for a handout. Not at all. So just get out of the way and let us do our things and let us fall on our face. And then people can learn without the government thinking, hey, we got your back because we don't want that. The American people got your back and the businesses got your back. But anyway, I want to say thanks once again for allowing me to express my views and my opinion. And you guys have a great weekend. This is John for Pathway Forward, Utah. Talk to you next time.